What's up, guys, and welcome to the first episode of Horse Base. My name is Chrissy. I'm so fucking excited to do this and to be here and to be able to create this podcast. You know, ultimately, I want this to be a safe space for sex workers and to talk about the ins and outs and what you don't hear sex workers talk about, like mental health issues, financial issues, what we go through on a daily basis. Um, Our experiences, our crazy stories, you know, I want to have fun with this at the same time and meet new people and talk to new people. Um, So for today's podcast, I actually have my friend Mariah, aka Moonbaby. She's a wonderful sex worker. So let's get started. Welcome, Mariah. Um, I am, oh, uh, who am I? (laughs) I'm Mariah. I go by Moonbaby. I'm 23 and I've been doing sex work for about a year and I go by she, her. Perfect. And um, what kind of drew you to sex work? Like, what was the one thing that was like, damn, all right, I want to do this for, you know, a a long time now? (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean... To a point, it was definitely um, kind of to make ends meet, but also it was like a way to be in charge of my schedule, and honestly, it's really empowering. Like, there's obviously certain aspects to it that, like, are hard, like, for, like, body confidence and stuff like that, but it's super empowering. It made me feel like I could take charge of, like, my sexuality, I guess. No, 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 no. I definitely understand that. Like, even even before I got into sex work or um, whatever, it, I, uh, you know, obviously you shouldn't be posting risque photos while you're underage, but... <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. I definitely waited to post anything like that until I was of age just because, like, I think every girl has experienced being um, uh, sexualized by adults, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I definitely I definitely waited until it was appropriate. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. But, like, even even before, like, the full-on sex work, like, selling, selling nudes for money, it, it was, um, I definitely posted, like, pictures here and there on Instagram, like, back, back years ago but um uh but that was like definitely something on my side that was like kind of the turning point because people would then be like are you selling nudes are you selling content and it was I think that's where like at like once you hit 18 and you're starting to grow up you definitely start uh thinking about you and your sexuality and your body and like how Absolutely. You, know, you kind of feel about yourself. And that was definitely one of the things is the whole confidence and empowerment. And and I think when whenever other women try to tear tear sex workers down saying it's a whole disrespect thing and like you don't respect yourself and I think that's Oh my god, that's, it's that's so bullshit. backwards. It's so it's such bullshit. <laughs> it, it is. It's so backwards just because like I don't know, like it takes a lot of confidence and balls to like be able to be like hey I'm hot as fuck like buy my content like it takes a lot of courage to do that and I feel like people think that it's such like a I don't know they think it's like a cop-out job or something like that like no I don't know and honestly it it's about like control too like have like being in a man's world for so long you know it's kind of nice to have like the power to be like oh you want anything from me well you owe me money first like I don't know to me like that feels like kind of badass no it is it's so badass and like you said (laughs) it 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 has been a man's world for so long and then meant like because like obviously sex work has been around for so fucking long but like now because it's it's so up and coming and so many women are taking this control back and, right. and, you know, there's obviously that side where it's like, yeah, give me my fucking money and I'll give you what you want. And then there's also that side where, you know, we've seen countless posts about it. And it's so fucking true where men love women's sexuality until women are making money from it. Oh, totally. They love our sexuality if it benefits them. Yeah. But the second it benefits like us ourselves in our own bodies it's like a problem 
And I just think that's so, it's so fucking backwards. Like, so, like, and, and that's the other thing that grinds my gears is women sex workers, you know, non-binary, trans, but any, anyone who considers themselves a woman, um, they are looked down upon. Whereas if a guy starts selling dick pics and starts making content with women, they are praised even still in this industry. Yeah, it's actually really frustrating to witness that, too. Like, I'm all for, like, male sex workers do your thing, dude. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, it is a weird disconnect between respect, I guess, um, between, like, female or non-binary sex workers and, like, male sex workers. It's a crazy world we live in. (laughs) It's so weird. I don't understand. But, hey, we live in. We're doing our best out here. (laughs) Now, um, I don't don't know if it's okay to talk about this because I didn't ask you before, but I know you were in a relationship previously. Yes. Um, And I know that they also started an OnlyFans and did sex work and everything like that. Yeah. So how was that dynamic, like, when you were in a relationship? Like, how supportive were you guys with each other and everything like that? Um, actually, that is, like, one of, um, he is one of the big reasons why I felt confident enough to do so. Um, and to be honest, it was pretty sick, like, being kind of like a sex worker couple. Obviously, there's, like... There can be issues, and I think it's more so based off of, like, what each other's style is. Um, You know, like, there's so many different ways to go about doing sex work in so many different markets. Um, And you kind of, you know, you find what is comfortable for you and what works for you. And um, I think we were on different pages as far as what we were comfortable with. Um, But other, I mean, honestly, it was fun like to support each other and to like I don't know and like to be able to support each other and get it if that makes sense yeah yeah Um, yeah. like to really understand each other's like work um but yeah I mean it, it has difficulties and it has um like positives so yeah, 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 and 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 the thing that you said about like really getting it and understanding it, and that's something that's difficult to find because I mean, I I mean personally, I've only dated outside of sex work. Like obviously, um, my my last relationship, it, I had filmed with the guy, but he wasn't a sex worker. He didn't really know the ins and outs, so of course he didn't fully fully grasp everything that I had to do that I had to play nice so to speak with customers like I had to essentially butter them up to you know have them want to come back and be regular customers and so on and so forth so no it's a service industry I think that's what people forget is it's a it's a customer service industry to an extent like Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, well, and depending the type, like the type of sex work you're doing, like there's obviously like women who, like strippers, they do that in person, and that is a lot more personal and probably a lot more um, work emotionally and physically because you actually have to be there in the moment. Whereas, like if I'm interacting with like a customer through messages, like I'm not actively talking to them. I'm talking to them when I can and when I can get back to them. And when I'm not getting back to other customers. Um, exactly. And, it, and and that's that's the thing. It's like there really are so many different sections of sex work, so to speak, like escorting, stripping, you know, camming. Yeah. Like it's 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 also different and every every part of it you just have to approach it differently. But as far as like selling content and you have to fucking market yourself and like you have to like I said, you have to play nice and that's what like I feel like a lot of um quote unquote normie or people that aren't sex workers don't always fully understand and that's that's the part that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, well, and then that's the section of it that they, like, they don't want to understand, because that means that that would give, like, value 
to us being sex workers, if that makes sense. No, 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 it does. They don't want to be able to give us a reason to feel valued as, like, someone who is a service provider. Um, because, <laughs> and maybe this is rude to say, but because they're not confident enough with themselves to be able to do something like this. And that's fine. But, like, I don't know. It's just a weird dynamic between... Um, people who hate on sex workers and like I don't know sex workers in general (laughs) for sure and then so you've obviously been on the relationship side of it um and then now you're single right oh repeat that sorry (laughs) I said now you're single right now yes and um I don't know if you've been dating or anything like that or trying to date or going on Tinder or anything like that, but has that been a struggle for you as well? Like, besides them not getting it, but, like, when you have to, like, eventually tell them that, hey, this is kind of what I do on the side or this is what I do as a job. Yeah, um, actually, I was seeing... (laughs) uh, Being single is fine. Like, most of the time, I don't really care about dating or anything like that, so I don't run into that issue too much, especially since I'm new to sex work. Um, But I definitely... I was seeing someone for a minute, um, and it was almost weird. It was almost like he took it too lightly when I kind of mentioned it, uh, because he made, like, a joke about, like, OnlyFans. Not, like, degrading it, but he was, like... was saying something about how he was going to start an OnlyFans, just kind of joking around, and I was like, oh, hi, uh, do you think that's weird? <laughs> like, I had to, like, clarify with him first before I was like, just so you know, like, I, like, I have one, like, <laughs> and he was, he almost took it, like, too lightly to the point where I was like, I don't know if you're, like, super cool about this, or if you do not take me seriously at all, <laughs> But that is, like, the only interaction I've had with that. For the most part, I, like, I I don't really bring it up unless I feel like it's worth it to. Um, not that I feel like it's something I should hide. I just know that people can be weird about it, you know? No, for sure. And, like, I feel like people, like, definitely have this, like, conjured up fantasy. Like, oh, she's a sex worker. Like, ooh, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that is actually one of my biggest fears because, honestly, if I'm in a relationship with you, I only want you to touch me when I want you to touch me. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to be some fucking freak in the sheets for you because I, like, sell content. That's just, like, honestly, it makes me want to have sex a little bit less than normal, to yes. be honest. Yes, no, I um, I actually talked about this with someone else, uh, and... um. It, oh God, yes, it, like, honestly, like, I'm, like, in the bedroom, I will, I'll, I'll try things, but, like, yeah. as far as making content, like, so, okay, t- like, if we're gonna be real here, like, sometimes I, I have forced it before, so my sex drive is not always up there, like, I'm not horny 24-7, I'm not banging out content 24-7, like, that's, no. that's just not real. <laughs> yeah, well, and, like, someone has made a comment, like, oh, you probably, like, masturbate all the time. Like, yeah, but I'm not exactly excited about it every time. <laughs> <laughs> not every time I want to masturbate. Most of the time I'm <laughs> masturbating because people want to see it. Like, I, like, it's not, my, like, libido is severely diminished. Like, people don't understand that part of sex work. <laughs> And and I've seen, like, uh, I think I saw someone tweet before, like, oh, guess I gotta go make content now. Guess I gotta go masturbate for the job now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's when you put the obligation on it is when it's, like, not fun. Like, I feel like people think sex work is this, like, super fun, crazy sexual adventure, and it can be. But it's also exhausting, like, not only because, like, you're performing sometimes rather than just, like, doing your thing. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I had a point that I was going with and then I got frazzled. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I think, like, like you said, it can definitely be, like, a good experience. Like, obviously, you're learning about yourself and your sexuality and what you like more 
And like, but there is that point where we have to get real and it's not like this 24 seven. And no, it's work. You have to talk to people. You have to cater to like what people are asking for and like all this shit. Like it's, it's a lot more than just taking naked pictures of yourself and masturbating on camera. Like it's, it's performing and being on. Yes. Now, as far as, um, you know, catering to uh, customers and everything like that, what's kind of like one of the craziest custom requests or requests that you've ever gotten? Uh, (laughs) Oh, gosh. I laugh because it was uncomfortable for me to receive this request, but I know that there's a market for it, and I'm not, like scared of like that like that portion of sex work obviously you know people like what they like um but someone definitely asked me to shit on camera for them (laughs) wow and for me that I like I knew that that was like you know a thing for some people but I never thought in my life that like I would receive that request and I respectfully decline like he likes what he likes that's fine but I was definitely not comfortable doing that um and that was something that was hard for me when I first started is being honest about what I'm comfortable with and what I provide um because I feel like when you first start sex work you think you're supposed to be like this crazy like fetish girl or whatever because like yeah they're that's a portion of sex work that works for people um and that's what people like to do, but that's not something everyone's comfortable with. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of a, a very funny request that I received. But that's the craziest thing that I can think of. So, it's so fucking funny that you said that. So, I'm... I, 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 I'll, I'll stay up late at night watching TikToks, obviously, but, um, so I stumbled upon stripper TikTok, and, um, there's this one girl, uh, she's, like, probably one of the most beautiful strippers I've ever seen, but, um, and she was telling the story how she was working a private, um, private party, And then a guy wanted a private dance, so they went into a private room. And then she she was dancing, doing her thing, and then she was looking at him, and he was making, like, a weird face. So then she, like, was like, all right. So then she turned around and was dancing the other way. And she... (gasps) I think I know what you're talking about. (laughs) And she smelled... Continue, continue. (laughs) And she she smelled something. So then she was like, what is is that? And then she turned back around, and the guy was, like, making the weirdest face. He stood up. He grabbed behind him and threw shit all over her. (laughs) I literally... I saw that, and I could not believe that that happened. Like, first of all, I hope she's okay, because that's traumatic. I know. Like, what a fucking crazy thing to happen. Also, why did he think that that was okay? And and the funniest part was just, like, the fact that the guy who hired her for the private party walked in and was just like, uh, what? I am so fucking sorry (laughs) how do you apologize to someone for that that's insane oh my god and and like like obviously there's gonna be a market for everything but like no like obviously I'm not gonna speak for strippers but like number one if they're hired to do dancing like why 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 yeah I I literally don't understand (laughs) oh god no but that reminded me of that story (laughs) immediately (laughs) dude yeah I remember seeing that tiktok and just being baffled like I didn't even I was so in shock for her that I didn't even know whether to laugh or like cry for her oh crazy (laughs) A little bit of both, but, you know. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, what are your uh, likes and dislikes? Like, what what kinks do you have that you're in? Like, what are you into? (laughs) I feel like people ask me this a lot. Honestly? You never know what to say, right? It's, It's like such a... I don't know. I never know what to say, because I'm going to be real. Like, I... 
I won't say I'm like super vanilla when it comes to sex, like with partners or anything. I'm down to try anything. I just haven't had partners that are that like want to try crazy things. And I'm like the kind of person that like if it's not brought up, I don't think about it. <laughs> no, I'm the same freaking way. Like literally the same way. Like so yeah, like I, if we're having good sex, then like we're having good sex, and I'm content, you know. Yes. But like I don't think. I don't know. Like, you know. If it doesn't come up, I'm not worried. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I would, I would love to try things. But, like, I I think I wait for, like, someone else to, like, bring it up. Like, hey, what if we tried this? Like, because, like, 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 me and uh, my ex, like, we, like, I, prior to him, like, I've just had very, very vanilla partners. And... <clears throat> Like, I mean, he's pretty vanilla, too, but, like, um, like, (laughs) but, like, you know, it's sometimes vanilla works. (laughs) It it really does, though. It really does. And, um, but, like, one, one day, like, he was just, like, I'm buying, like, handcuffs to, like, or not handcuffs, but, like, uh, like, those, like, wrist strap things or whatever that you connect to the bed. Yeah, Yeah, like, to try those on you, and I was, like, oh, okay, sure, why not? (laughs) Yeah, exactly, like, if I'm presented with it, I'm going to be like, yeah, okay, for sure. Unless it's, like, some crazy fucking shit that I'm not, like, comfortable with or whatever, but. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's, and that, like, also goes hand in hand with, like, it's not always, like, a, like, sex worker, like, I mean, obviously some sex workers do have, like, uh, crazy kinky sex in their personal lives, but, like, it's not always like that in your personal life. Like, I, I. I, I get down with the vanilla. <laughs> yeah, honestly, same. And maybe it's just because I'm, like, lazy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, with that being said, like, yeah, that's the thing is every sex worker is so different. Like, yeah, there's different markets and whatnot. But, like, no matter what, like, it is still a job and you still have a personal life. So, like, people can have crazy, like, kink content, but be super vanilla in bed, or, like, maybe not even very sexual at all, like, it's so different from person to person, um, there's not really, like, a standard for it, I guess. Yeah, and there's, there's really not, and, like, uh, like, okay, so one time I had a hookup with a, with a guy, a random Tinder guy, and, like, <clears throat> he seemed like, or like, he had this big talk that he was like a very kinky guy, but like, and like, oh, he, he, they always do. Yes, right. <clears throat> and um, we like hooked up, and it was like obvious, like it was. I, I don't want to say it's rough, but it was just like he had like a big dick, and it was just vanilla sex. Let's be real. And yeah. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I think that's so funny that you said Why? Because, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just a big dick with vanilla sex. Like, it's not even, like, anything crazy. It's just like, wow, he has a big dick. This is cool. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> and and you, sometimes that's the case. I feel like guys need to realize what they actually think or what they think is kinky and BDSM and this and that versus what it actually is and it's not just having a big dick (laughs) no yeah it's not just having a big dick and a good stroke it's like what you do in between like like, it's so funny that's so funny oh my god (laughs) I actually had like the guy that I was seeing previously um we we were, like, laying in bed one time, and, yeah, he asked me, he was, like, do you have any kinks? Like, and literally out of nowhere, first of all, so I'm thrown off, so I'm, like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. And, like, it just was, like, a weird convert. It was, like, he didn't even know how to navigate the conversation, and he was hoping that I did. Like, <laughs> but he started it, and it's, like, it's really not that weird to talk about, but, yeah, I feel like for someone like you and I who is, like, I'm not, like insanely kinky but I'm not not kinky either I'm like you know it's a funny like conversation to have with someone because I'm like well I kind of like this I'm also like open to this but I've never done it and he's just (laughs) sitting there like what the fuck is happening (laughs) 
wasn't expecting me to say anything. Like, <laughs> now I have, I have a question. Was he a, was he a normie? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Hear me out, dude. He goes to raves. <laughs> oh my god! Stop! I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> different than like any people I've ever hung out with it's so weird but uh, all right so like all right so I obviously don't get raves I don't really get the EDM thing like I don't get it but I used to have a friend and she was all about it like it was her jam she traveled across the country for festivals and then um when I used to hang out with her all she would kind of do like is brag about yes the EDM experience or whatever the rave experience but also yeah all the drugs she was taking (laughs) oh my gosh yeah so that's like like all of my and too like honestly fuck yeah like cool if that's what you like to do that's fine I just like I I still don't get it though (laughs) no for sure like do like do your thing boo boo but like like it's just like and then this 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 girl on Twitter uh, yesterday or whatever she like had raver in her bio and then she was like, if you're afraid to take acid, you're afraid to know yourself. Oh yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> okay, and like I respect that to a point because like yeah, hallucinogens like give you some crazy shit and like but I have ha- like I feel like everyone I know that has like done acid or like goes specifically people who have done hallucinogens and go to raves they always have this like higher self awareness complex not even necessarily that they are extremely aware of themselves it's like they think that they like found the reason to life and that makes them like intellectually emotionally and mentally like a higher standard but then they're just like not (laughs) have you ever experienced that where you like talk to people who like go to raise and they like because there's some people who go to raise and they do drugs and they're like yeah dude i got super fucked up it was super fun you know and it's like chill whatever and then there's some people who are like you just don't understand because your third eye is closed or like some <laughs> shit like that, bro. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like, I'm super into spirituality, but you're like doing too much right now. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> your third eye is closed. <laughs> I dead ass have had weird conversations like that before, and they're just like, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> That was good. That was good. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, so then as far as sex work, um, does your family know? Like, are do they know or are they supportive of it? Um, my family is funny because they're, they've kind of accepted the fact that I am not at all anything that they would have expected me to be. Same. But, so... <laughs> I am a pastor's daughter. Oh, my God. Uh, and I grew up in rural Idaho, uh, so very Republican, very conservative, uh, very dominantly white, um, very religious, all the things. Um, so I am definitely, like, the black sheep of my family in a sense that, like, I don't believe in any of those things, and they still kind of do. Um, so, no, they they do not know. <laughs> uh, I told my sister-in-law, because me and my sister-in-law are super close, and she always makes, like, jokes about, like, I wouldn't say jokes, but she's always like, oh, like, you should be a bikini barista, you got the body for it, or, like, this, 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 and this, and I'm always like, ha, yeah, like, you try to be, like, conservative around my family, you know? (laughs) Um, And then, like, one day it came up, she was like, you could even make, like, an OnlyFans, and I, like, got really quiet, and she was like, you already have one, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) You know me a little too well. Like, yes, I do. <laughs> um, so she knows. 
shows and I, I'll like I'll talk to her about it if I ever have anything to say but for the most part it's like it's not something that comes up in casual conversation anyways so yeah no yeah and it's funny that you mentioned those bikini baristas because when I was in Washington I saw those and um the only other place I saw it I think was either in uh North Carolina or Virginia or something like that, but um, yeah, like I never really see those, and I think, I honestly think they're so cool, but also so weird at the same time, because like, it's not, it's not, obviously it's not stripping, obviously it's not putting out content, you're just kind of serving coffee in your lingerie. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a quote-unquote real job mixed with like sex work yeah not not a real job is not what I'm saying that sounded weird um (laughs) but like to the public eye it's a a real job mixed with sex work like like a like a hidden sex work job there you go (laughs) yeah yeah like hidden in plain sight kind of thing yes um actually I really did think about like because honest I used to be a barista so it felt like something up my alley and also like fuck yeah like I would love to just be hot all day you know and (laughs) feel hot but there I mean there's pros and cons with that too like there's a need to like protect yourself because you're in this booth by yourself and all these like creepy guys come up and not everybody knows how to be respectful to people in those situations so people can be really creepy and really weird but I didn't know. I do have a friend who um, who is a bikini barista, and she makes fucking bank, dude. Like, she doesn't leave, like, the booth without making, like, almost a few, a couple hundred, a few hundred in tips, like, every day. Wow. She makes, like, almost eight grand a month. That's And she works, insane. like, three or four days a week. <gasps> that's awesome oh my god what the hell yeah she's fucking killing it and like her customer like her because obviously you create regulars right mm-hmm. um her regulars will like bring her weed and shit like will bring her gifts that's amazing it's like the equivalent of like our regulars like buying off of our amazon wish list that's that's awesome that's so yeah. awesome and that's one thing I didn't know is I didn't know they were alone I thought they had at least one or uh, two other people with them very rarely are other people with them that's honestly why it's like such a weird job to have because you're like totally by yourself I mean there's cameras and stuff and I'm sure there's like a weapon nearby or whatever but like that's not it's not ideal and most like it's not always dangerous you know there's gonna be moments but like I don't know it it can be sketch because people you know don't respect women who they think don't respect themselves yeah (laughs) (laughs) so annoying so then you mentioned that you um thought about getting into the bikini barista has there been any other part of sex work that you've thought about getting into or anything like that I feel like I think about that a lot, like, and honestly, that's probably why I'm so inconsistent with, like, my sex work is because I don't know what really my goal is as far as working, like, working up to something. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if I'm just happy doing what I'm doing, and that's fine, or if, like, I want to, like, progress in the industry more. Um, I think I feel like I'm I'm just kind of getting my bearings um, right now. It takes me a little bit longer than others, I think. <laughs> no, and that and that's completely fine. I feel like <clears throat> uh, someone else put this like vi- like put this in a great way. It's like it's not even like a fucking competition because everyone is so like every person, like every woman, man, person in the in, <clears throat> in the industry is so different from each other that there's going to be a market for everyone and like everyone's so diverse like it's not totally you're not in a competition with each other <clears throat> so yeah. I feel like everyone can go at their own pace like there's no right or wrong way to do sex work at all um, exactly <clears throat> but um yeah I mean I mean so is, is this something that you want to stay with for a long time? Like, do you want to be a sex worker for a long time? I don't see myself 
not being one anytime soon. It's definitely something that I feel like I'm getting more comfortable with, Mm -hmm. even though I'm not as consistent as like the majority. Um, I don't know. I still find it very empowering and it makes me feel really confident. Some like most of the time. Um, and so I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Um, but I don't know if it's something that I'll do forever just because I don't think I have like the passion for it. Yeah, no. And that's, that's understandable. I mean, I don't, I don't think everyone is going to grow old with it. Like, um, the only one I know, or I don't even know her, but like I've followed her for years and, um, I don't know if you know who she is, but her name is like Brittany Jean or whatever or bummer Brittany and like she oh yeah yeah she's like been doing it for like a long fucking time and now she has like kids and a husband and she's still doing the damn thing yeah um she's working mom I know (laughs) I love that no yeah and like that's so sick like I wish I had that like drive I just don't think I just don't think I do really and that's not a problem or anything but no, uh, to sure. a point, sometimes I feel like I should be more passionate about it just because there are people like that out there that are, like, fucking killing it and have been for years and, like, out of, like, respect for them, I guess. I feel like I should be more passionate about it, but at the same time, it's, like, I don't know. No. It's different for everyone. No, it is. <laughs> it's for sure different for everyone. Like, I, I don't think I'm going to be in this forever. Like, I don't... I definitely don't think I'm going to grow old with it. And I, I, like, I keep telling myself that I'm just going to retire because I've been, like, over it for so long. But then I'm like, oh, okay, this is still kind of fun. So I'm, I'm wishy-washy That's with it, I too. <laughs> <laughs> I go through, like, sprees where I, like, don't do anything at all. And then, like, other times where I'm, like, super motivated and I'm putting content out all the time. Um... And obviously, that's when I make the most money. Like, they're not lying. Like, lazy bitches don't make money. Like, that's just <laughs> true. And, like, I make I make money for what you... You make money for what effort you put in. And that is 110% true. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. So, it's... Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I get pretty wishy-washy. And sometimes I make bank. And sometimes I don't. And that's... I am, like, kind of fine with that right now. Yeah, no, and, and, you know, like I said, there's, like, absolutely no competition. You shouldn't feel like you have to rush yourself by any means. <clears throat> I mean, just- Exactly. I think that's one thing, like, uh, girls who, like, message me uh, when they're kind of getting into sex work, like, I try to be pretty, like, open about that because I had some really awesome people um, be super supportive when I first started, minus my ex, um, and just very open with, like, kind of just talking to me about anything that I felt like I needed to talk about, because it is kind of a weird and uncomfortable thing to get started doing, especially if you're not very confident in your, like, body or whatever, um, so, like, when girls message me, oh, fuck, what what was I talking about? I started on something. (laughs) We were, no, my brain is mush since quarantine. We were um, we were talking about not rushing uh, your progress and not rushing oh, like, what yes, you do. Oh, yes, thank you. Um, when girls message me, or, like, not even necessarily girls, I just kind of, like, try to be honest with them. Like, it takes time to get really comfortable with these things. Like, don't overexert yourself. But if you feel like you want to try something and put, like, something out there, do it. Because it could be the one thing that, like gets you all your followers or all your subs or whatever like it's just um you don't have to like throw yourself into it but you don't have to ease into it either it's just like you have to find what you're comfortable with and you have to be very um aware of your boundaries on like with what you're comfortable with especially when it comes to customers yes and that's one thing is like I feel like People really, really, really need to keep their boundaries and, like, make – and don't take, like – like, make sure you know what you're comfortable with. Like, don't take shit from anyone. Like, you don't have to say yes. Like, make – Exactly. Like, if – if even if you get some requests that's, like – and you're just starting out and if, like, you're not there yet mentally and, like, you're not comfortable yet, like – 
don't feel pressured to say yes. Like never pressure yourself because you think you're going to lose out on money because down the line you can get you can get that back and like 10 times more. Oh, totally. When you are doing something and you're honing in on something that is actually very comfortable and natural for you, that's when you start really making money because you're marketing yourself correctly in that portion. Um, and you're focusing all of your energy on that portion and you'll get the return back. It's not worth it to like push yourself to do something that you didn't actually want to do. Um, just for the sake of getting what, like anywhere between 50 bucks to a hundred bucks from some rando guy that is going to be an asshole to you. Like it's not worth it. You gotta be really, um, aware of what you're comfortable with and what you're not and what's worth it. No, for sure. And um, kind of playing off that, like, in regards to, like, um, you know, people wanting to start sex work and, you know, whether it be girls, guys, or anyone else, um, what other advice do you think you have for them? Like, what what's something that you would have told yourself from the get-go? Don't fucking compare yourself to other sex workers, ever. Yeah, It makes it so, so hard to do what we do confidently. And I say that not necessarily, like, you shouldn't... Like, I followed and, like, subbed to people when I first started because I just wanted, like, not ideas, but I just kind of wanted to get a feel for, like what is, like, appropriate and what's common and what's, like, I don't know. I was just trying to figure out what I, like, where I wanted to go with sex work. Mm -hmm. And that's hard because there's a lot of people who do things that you might not be comfortable with. And then you, like, it's really hard to not feel like you're a shitty sex worker when you're seeing other people do really well doing things that you're super uncomfortable doing. Yes, and so and, and, my advice is to not to not compare. It's not worth it. Yeah, and and it's not 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 even in the just the work sense, like just how they're doing and how you know how much they've accomplished or haven't accomplished or how much you have or haven't. It's also right. um like physical appearance too. Like don't don't compare like how you and your body look as opposed to someone else's. And that's also something I I struggled with in the beginning, too, is I was always comparing myself, like, and, oh, um, you know, it, like, what, you know, whatever, like, it seems like guys like this, this type of sex worker more than they like me because I'm a little thicker or whatever the case may be. Yeah, no, and it's. Like we've said multiple times throughout this discussion, is like there's a market for everything. Like you just have to figure out what yours is, you know. Yeah. And yeah, um, it's so hard not to compare. Um, but I will say, like I do notice, and this is something that bothered the shit out of me when I first started sex work. Is like, uh, I'm just gonna say it: skinny white girls make more money. Yes, I was gonna I bring this up. Yes. Bitches make more money, and it's just true. It's just facts. Like, it's statistically, like, they just do. Yes, I was so about to bring this up, too. I'm not even kidding. And I (laughs) I had this discussion with someone else. It is, like, literally, if you laid us all out, if you laid out our, our our income and our statistics and our whatever it is, you'll notice that, ever like, men in general will gravitate to the skinny white bitches. And not saying yeah. that they're not beautiful beautiful or anything like that, but it's well, just... Well, and not to say that they're not hard workers either. Yes, but... 99% of the time they are. Yes, and but it's just a known fact that this is the fantasy that men want. Is 100%. skinny, petite, white women. Yeah, I don't know what it is about, like, petite women that is, like... No, I do. That's a stupid thing to say. I know exactly why people love petite white women. (laughs) It's just like, it's just funny to see. Uh, So I try really hard to like, 
uh, highlight sex workers that are of other races, ethnicities, gender roles, all the things. Like, I, I try to highlight people who aren't the, and I don't want to say cookie cutter version, but like kind of cookie cutter, like the main attraction. I try to the, highlight people who aren't. Yeah, the like cookie cutter fantasy, the like what exactly. what you would expect out of like porn stars or whatever the case may be. Yeah, because I feel like when I watch porn or come across porn, it's usually like it's always like blonde skinny white blonde girls that are very small (laughs) no yeah teenagers almost which is weird in a way but you know no and and that's the other thing like it's so um for a while I was um following that one porn star uh Owen Gray and um like for like obviously he like also has sex with like uh you know, black women and Hispanic women and Asian women, but, like, I also, like, and, like, thicker women, but, like, I noticed, like, for a while, like, most of his co-stars were skinnier, smaller, petite, white women with blonde hair or whatever it was, and I feel like, like, the sex industry, like, whether it's porn or stripping or or selling content or making videos like we we need to like get past that like um oh absolutely like there's still clubs out there that dominantly hire white women and maybe not even just white women but like white and like other people of color but like are not favoring like the black community or they discriminate against I don't know, Asians, which I don't understand why, because that's a weird thing in the sex industry where uh, people know that Asians are a fetish. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It's just kind of a strange, it's a strange, uh, it's a strange industry as a whole. I'm going to be real, but. No, it is. And I agree with you completely. It's weird because like, especially being someone who tries to be very like aware and, you know, PC, like, it's not a very PC um, industry no, in a lot of ways because, sure. it, like, a lot of fetishes have a lot to do with, like, other people's, like, race or ethnicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, it, no, for sure. A whole thing. And um, yeah. that's, like, can be so fucking damaging, like, and hurtful. Like, yeah. Because, like, you're saying, like, oh, you only want to sexualize black women or Asian women or Hispanic women, but you really love white women as a whole. (laughs) Yeah, it's super, super strange. But, and that, you know, falls back on everything that's going on right now, too, so. Yeah, no, 100%. What a crazy, crazy world we live in. (laughs) (laughs) What crazy jobs we have. (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh. Um, But, you know, it's fun. It's not all bad. No. It's just a lot of work. Yeah, no, it's it's not all bad either. And like there of course there's gonna be negativities with like any job, but it's it's not bad and um you meet so many people. I mean like I look at you, I met you through the internet and you started doing sex work too and um, Yeah, I've had a lot I've become really good friends with a lot of like other sex workers on the internet and it's kind of magical, honestly. It definitely, like, is a community. It is. And, like, and that's, like, another reason why I'm so fucking stoked to doing this is because, number one, I get to branch out and talk to more people and meet more people, but also, like, learn things that I haven't experienced or learn things that I would never experience because I'm not an escort or a stripper or a, a cam girl anymore or anything like that. Right. Kind of getting to understand the different portions of the industry that you're not yeah. like a part of. And, and especially with the whole, you know, race issue or however one may identify, like they experience things a lot more differently than, you know, uh, 
straight sex worker or a bisexual sex worker or anything like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And um, I think that's, you know, one of the positives about the sex work industry is it can be so fucking inclusive. It can be, yeah. That's the thing. It's, it really is, like, so supportive in, like, most of the areas. Obviously, you're going to come across a few, like, weird interactions and shitty people. But, like, for the most part, like, everyone that I've met through sex work has been so supportive and inclusive and just, like, sweet and also very aware like, I've never met people so aware of other people's boundaries before I started, like, meeting uh, new people through sex work. Like, honestly. Yes, yes. Everyone is so aware of other people's boundaries and what, like, and being aware of, like, even if someone is not very obvious about what their boundaries are, asking. Like, I've never interacted with people so... Um, concerned with people's comfortability and it's because we know consent (laughs) exactly (laughs) like it's honestly that's such a crazy concept to me like how does consent not make sense to people but you know this is a whole other discussion (laughs) a whole different topic the race topic whole other day (laughs) the consent topic a whole other day we just need like different oh god part one two and three (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) oh god insane Now, um, have you ever seen those, like, sex work conventions? Like, like, do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to Yeah, I know what you're one? talking about. I want to go because that's cool as fuck, but at the same time, I feel so intimidated, you know? Yeah. Like, and which is funny because I just said how inclusive and supportive, like, the sex industry is, um, but... I'm intimidated just because I, like, I don't think I'm going to know what to do with, like, myself. And also, I'm just, like, incredibly socially anxious, so that's, like, a thing. No, (laughs) no, no, for sure, same, but, like... I I feel like it'd be so fucking exciting and so sick, but I am just so awkward. Yes, (laughs) yes. So, like, I, like... Why I make content by myself. <laughs> like the like the one thing it's lo- like I would fucking love to like obviously see all the like porn stars and sex workers and like everyone in the fucking community and like meet oh, absolutely meet people obviously and like um but then it's it's like it's like the part where like I've heard stories and like seen like posts about people just like fucking in front of everybody and I'm just like ooh okay. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, like, that's cool. Like, it's not gonna, like, I don't know. It's, like, if it's, like, for, like, a platform or whatever, like, it's not gonna throw me off. If I see someone, like, fucking in the bathroom, I'm gonna be, like, dude. (laughs) Like, if I walk in and I'm, like, come on, dude, I'm just trying to fucking pee. (laughs) But, like, if it's, like, you know, part of the shit, that's fine. Like, it's not, it might shock me at first, but... I don't know, but yeah, like, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Like, I don't care, but I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. I think I would just look away because I, like, I don't know, and maybe it's that Christian guilt. I just, like, kind of prude. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> kind of a prude little girl, which is funny because I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I feel like those conventions also show how fucking open these people are like there was um this one uh big like I don't want to say big time but like he had like a bigger following and he would go to these conventions all the time and people would like literally reply to his tweets like can I meet you and can you spit in my mouth and he oh I know who you're talking I follow him is that the dude with the oh my god who is he married to yes 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 I know exactly who you're talking about yeah Um, I love them yeah and (laughs) um and like he's just so fucking comfortable with it he's like yeah for sure I'll fucking spit in your mouth and it's just yeah and I like aspire to be that comfortable and it's 
it literally like it, they're just so welcoming like that that also shows another part where they're just so fucking welcoming and like just down for whatever they're down for <laughs> yeah no exactly I agree I love yeah I think that would be like the thing that I aspire to do like with sex work is just become really comfortable with myself like that's really my main goal in all of this <laughs> Because, um, like, I, I feel like I'm a very comfortable and open person when it comes to, like, sex stuff. I always have been. I think I was always that friend that, like, really uh, threw people off because I would just talk about it. <laughs> Everyone else was so private about, like, their sex life, and I kind of just, like, talked about it if they were comfortable and if the person I was with was comfortable with us talking about it openly. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. For me to be in this industry and feel so... Um, like I need to be a certain way is kind of funny so I hope I can get to a point where I'm open and comfortable enough with myself to where I don't know any situation wouldn't phase me no for sure and like I'm I'm kind of like in the same boat with you like I'm not 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 that I was I I I for sure wasn't the friend that was like very open I was I've always been so fucking shy and kind of like the loner in high school and I (laughs) and I was I feel that I was the loner until I wasn't like I was shy (laughs) until I wasn't and then I was too open I'm the (laughs) oversharer (laughs) see and and that's the thing it's like I feel like I I feel like we all kind of want to reach that point of like just being comfortable and open and like not being afraid or necessarily having you know that or holding holding ourselves back of like being that that person you know that comfortable person that open person like we just want to have you know our confidence to the point where we're like you can't fuck with me (laughs) absolutely that's really what it boils down to it's just wanting to have confidence yeah like truly and um i feel like like confidence is like such a big important thing for this for like working in any sex work realm but like you can't always expect yourself to be confident or have you know, that on switch all the time. And, like, it definitely does build over time. But, like, don't, you know, hate yourself or be mad at yourself or be upset with yourself because you're not where some, you know, you're not where you thought you would be or you're not as confident as you thought you would be or whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. But, um... Yeah, I mean, thank you so much for talking to me. Oh my gosh, me. of course. Um, Thanks for considering me. Yeah, no, of course. And then um, this is the part of the podcast where I kind of want to just leave you to promote uh, your OnlyFans or your Twitter or whatever you want to promote or something that you feel passionate about. Uh, well, first of all, something that I'm passionate about, uh, black lives still matters to anybody who's listening. So do your fucking part. And there's still petitions out there. There's still people getting their shit rocked. So just be there, uh, for the community and do your part. Um, and then, uh, yeah, my OnlyFans is like a thing. I do that. I do OnlyFans, that's my thing. My Twitter is underscore moonxbaby, and my OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash hother. Perfect. All right. So, yeah, that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Of course, it was so good to talk to you, Um, and I'm super excited that you're doing this. I think it's super cool, so I hope that you keep sticking to this and you get some sick-ass people on your podcast. Uh, I don't know. You're going to be a tough one to beat. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm so sure. No, you got this. It's so sick that you're doing this. Uh, It's just a good uh, discussion to open up, so... Well, thank you, and I and I pre and I've been like so fucking fortunate that everyone's been so fucking supportive and so like down to either come on the podcast or like share it. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Big thank you to you. <laughs> of course, thank you. Right. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. 
All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And side note, I posted this on my Instagram and Twitter last night, but if someone wants to um, collaborate and write a sick-ass intro, jingle, theme song, music, whatever, for this podcast, please email me at horsebasepodcast at gmail.com or just reach out to me through social media. That would be sick. And a special shout-out to Erica Neeson, who helped me create graphics, and everyone else who's been so fucking helpful throughout this whole process. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate the support, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.